Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Intelligent Talk Radio. Intelligent Talk Radio. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. We were on a track to having to spend 30 to 40 million dollars uh, in the coming years uh, fighting and settling uh, a case that we were destined to lose. So again, as I asked earlier, how do you know that, Mr. Trudeau? How do you know that? That's my call screener to get some names up for me on the screen, please, so I can know who I'm talking to. I know you've got some issues over there, but help me out. How do you know that, Prime Minister? that uh, it would take years and cost 30 to 40 million dollars. How do you know that? You don't. That's the reality of it. You do not know. And then we hear the members of the Canadian military from the Equitas Society talk about how they have to battle the government or just the acknowledgement that they exist essentially because the federal government of Canada argues that they have no social contract with the men and the women in the military. So you leave the armed forces and you're injured, you're wounded, and uh, well, the government doesn't really know you because they don't have any social contract. They can just decide they're going to give you whatever they want to give you and you'd better learn to live with it. And Stephen Harper started it. And then Mr. Trudeau in 2015 said, well, we'll, we'll improve things. We'll no longer have these court battles. And the moment he was elected, he changed his mind. And Don Sorokin, who's a lawyer for the members of the military and the Equitas Society, said it's a betrayal. And it is a betrayal. I don't quite understand why the federal government argue that they don't have a social contract with the men and the women of the military. I don't know what you possibly think you gain. You're certainly not going to gain public opinion on your side, particularly not when you reward a terrorist with $10.5 million. So we're going to go to your calls at 800-263-2428. Maybe I'm, I have a feeling we're going to be hearing from some former members of the military or present members of the military as well. And the fact that, let me say this, please. The fact that, um, the fact that Cotter gets to keep that money in an unchallenged manner is so disturbing. Makes me sick to my stomach. 800-263-2428. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Follow me on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. I'll read some tweets and emails as we go along. George in Hamilton, Ontario. George, thank you for the call. Please go ahead, sir. Yeah, how are you doing, Roy? It's an honor to be on your show, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just like a first-time listener. I've been listening to 640, and just you, George, Nori, and all the guys are just great guys. Thank putting you. Up, putting all the facts on the table. And um, I agree with that. everything uh what the last caller's been on saying in those two war veterans, you know, those guys are awesome and serving. And um, I think we are getting, you know, they're overlooking the boys because, okay, they want to give that to Cotter, that's fine. Well, let's, let's help our boys out too with their pension, exactly what he said. And I think that we should um, have a contract, like you were saying, the way the states have it over there with their military government. Like, you know, then Trudeau's laughing at our guys. He does all that evacuation, like you're saying, for nothing against the Syrians, whatever. Hey, always help humanity, right? Do what you got to do, but uh, 
Man, they just flood us, and uh, you can't even worry about your own. This might sound, you know. Do you know what that does? You know what it also has the danger of doing, George? It has the danger of uh, marginalizing the men and the women of the military within your national population. And we've already yeah. talked to uh, military members who've who've said that they've been laughed at when they've gone to a restaurant, for example. It's a joke, you know. They're insulted. They're insulted by people because they're wearing a uniform in public by people who wouldn't have the guts to do what they do. But when you have a prime minister who says the kinds of things that Mr. Selfie says, the boy king says, all that's <laughs> going to yeah, and all it's going to do is marginalize potentially these members of the military even more. I don't think the boy king has ever worn a uniform. Unless no. maybe prep school, I have no idea. Thank you for no. the call, George. Thank you very much. Have a good one. 800-263-2428 is my number. 800-263-2428. And uh, we'll get this all squared away to London, Ontario. And Tim, how are you, Tim? Hello, Tim. Let's try it again. Tim, go ahead, Hello. please. Yeah. Hi, Roy. Hi. Uh, you better grab your garbage can there close to you. I heard you said you were thinking about getting sick to your stomach. Well, there. I was feeling. I, it's so disturbing to to know that the 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 the, the men and the women of the Canadian military are treated the way they are. Tim, years ago, about about fifteen years ago. I was honored by being made a, an honorary lieutenant colonel in the Canadian Army. And, and that, that's a, the responsibility in that role is that you're an intermediary between the, the forces and the command officers. So you take the case of the, of, the, of the lower ranks to the upper ranks. That's your job. I resigned from that very quickly, and I'll tell you why I did. Because you remember that fire on the submarine, the Shakutami? Yep. The way that those... those, those Sailors on that submarine, those submariners were treated on that submarine by the Chrétien government was so deplorable, so disgusting, that I publicly, I wrote an, uh, an op-ed piece in the Toronto Sun, I publicly resigned that commission. And I thought I'd get, you know, I'd get hell from, from, uh, from military members. Instead, what I got was, thanks for standing up for us. Very good. The regular people, right? The regular people. That's right. Well, I read in today's free press today that uh, our self-minister has given $241.5 million to the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, that's right. He has. Can't give any money to our, our retired soldiers, let alone the injured soldiers, but he can give them $241.5 right. million. Dollars. That's right. He gave $2.6 billion, or he's committed $2.6 billion to the United Nations for the climate fight. He gives money. He gives money internationally. Meanwhile, we have First Nations people in Canada who are freezing and starving and can't drink their water. Well, you know, I, I think that uh, the way this world's going, our, our constitution in Canada needs to change to be able to kick people out that go and fight for foreign armies against. Us. <laughs> How about that idea? And 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 until we have something like that, I, I don't know what we're going to do. Because but buddy, listen up here. L listen to me, Mr. Trudeau. Mr. Trudeau decided that legislation the Harper government brought in that allows for a convicted terrorist who's a dual citizen to have his Canadian or her Canadian citizenship stripped away, Mr. Trudeau stood up and said, no, a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian, so we're not going to allow that to happen any longer. And what really happens is, what really happens is if you have a convicted terrorist who attacks his or her own Canadian people by virtue of having a dual nationality, that person, not only do they return their citizenship, but they also retain all the protections of Canada. 
Yes, correct. And and come home injured and use our, our medical system as well, right? So it's just disgusting. And I, I think that laws need to change in this country, even in Ontario here. So when Wynne wastes $2 billion, she should be charged with treason for knowingly doing something that's treason. going against and making lives miserable for their, her own people. I got you, Tim. Thanks for the call. It's not treason. It's... It's abuse of our finances. The Auditor General, I mean that collectively, because everybody's money is involved. The Fraser Institute talked about the transfer payments that Alberta has paid out, some $221.7 billion between 2005 and 2000, was it 16 or 15? 2007 and 2015, something like that. $221 billion from Alberta transfer payments also kept the federal government in the black. And what do they do to Alberta? They ridicule Alberta. Well, some of them do. It's not smart to do it there. That's where he is today, the Prime Minister. I would so love to have an opportunity to speak to Justin Trudeau. Just to have an opportunity to ask some questions like I asked the Federal Health Minister about opioids. Do you think they're on opioids? And No. It's 800-263-2428. Email Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. And uh, at the Roy Green Show on Twitter, our responsibility is to our men and women in uniform. They're the ones who protect us. And you heard Sergeant Lane Morris say that's not the way it happens in the United States. There, they, Even though they have problems with their Veterans Administration and their hospitals, VA hospitals, they respect the men and the women of the military in matters. The average Canadian does. But for the average person in government, they are so self-important. They are so magnificent in their own presence. The aura that follows them everywhere they go is so superb. It's been a Next hour, we're going to be joined by a chronic pain patient from British Columbia, but she is fighting back. And she is fighting back with incredible um, determination against those who would take her medication away because they don't have an argument. They have no argument. It's a phony argument, and she is exposing that. So she'll be on with her husband. Matt Lee joins us now. He is um, news anchor and reporter at CKNW Radio in Vancouver on the wildfires in British Columbia. Matt, uh, tell the rest of the country, please, what's going on today and how severe is the situation? Yeah, Roy, things are going to be uh, very tough for a lot of those fire crews out in the uh, central and southern interior here in B.C. Uh, it is going to be a very closely watched situation because we're going to get a lot of winds. Uh, there's some dry lightning also in the forecast for parts of the region as well. And uh, so that's going to fuel a lot of speculation that those fires are going to spread as a result. The good news is that crews did manage to make a lot of progress throughout this week. So they are trying to do some control burns in the region and cut those fires off at the pass before they can sort of jump across some of those lines. Uh, the big thing that everyone's watching is the uh, city of Williams Lake in the interior right now. That has a population of about 11,000 people, but all of them right now are in evacuation alert which means that as of this point, those fires around the city are not threatening to evacuate them yet, but those winds 
could definitely play a role uh, today because uh, there's a lot of speculation those people may have to leave their homes. Uh, right now, we have about 14,000 or 16,000 people uh, evacuated in total across the province. Well, Matt, it's uh, it's one thing to talk about it, but then think about the people who are living it. It's uh, it, it's just got to be horrific. And a great report. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Roy. Matt Lee from CKNW in Vancouver, British Columbia's finest radio station. Rob is in Hamilton, Ontario. Rob, thank you for the call, sir. Please go ahead. Yes, first of all, I'd like to thank the uh, the American sergeant and the Canadian major and uh, the warrant officer for their service. Yes, sir. Their, and for their sacrifice. Um, I, I guess what I'd like to say is why is this government giving such credence to a convicted terrorist. Why do you think? I'm not trying to be funny. I, I'm quite I'm quite serious. Why do you think Mr. Trudeau went ahead with the ten point five million dollars in money for Omar Khadr as quickly as he as he did? Why? You know what he uh, said? You know what he said? Uh, that he didn't want uh, to go to court for years and it would cost thirty or forty million. Do you buy that? No, I don't, because he was only suing for twenty million. That's right. Uh only it's it's just a photo op. It's got to be. It, it's it's public relations. I, I I'm I've I've been a proud Canadian all my life. I lived in the United States for thirty five years, and all my time there, I was a proud Canadian, and I've never been ashamed to be a Canadian. But right now, I am so ashamed of my government. I I I I'm, I'm speechless. I hear you. It, thank, thank you, Ron. No, you you said what's on your mind. Thank you. Never be ashamed to be a Canadian, but question your government. Question your government when it requires questioning. And this requires questioning. Do you want to play that clip for me, please, uh, Jacob? Justin Trudeau? This is not about the details or merits of the Cotter case. When the government violates any Canadian's charter rights, we all end up paying for it. So that was the line a week ago. You just get the feeling that there's something not quite above the surface. It's kind of that iceberg metaphor. We're hearing 10% of it. And 90% of it is below the surface. Maryland and London, Ontario. Do you get that feeling, Maryland, that 10% is above the surface and 90% is below? Well, I'll tell you something, Mr. Green. I'm very disgusted. I'm 82 years old. My father fought in the First World War in the trenches at 16. My brother fought in the Second World War at 17. And he came back not right. My brother was completely shell-shocked. And I am just sick when I, I hear about this Omar Cotter getting $10 million. That just makes me sick. And these other poor fellows, the one without the eye, the one without the leg, and the other gentleman not getting anything. And that makes me sick to my stomach. Now, I'm going to tell you something about Mr. Trudeau. I don't think that man has an idea of what he's doing as prime minister. I don't think he wanted the job, 
and I don't think Mr. Trump wanted it either. They're not qualified. Who would you say would be a prime minister who would handle a situation such as the one that the, this current prime minister is stumbling through? And it's, oh, stumbling actually is a kind way of describing it. Uh, who, who do you think of the prime ministers you've known would well, handle known it better? McKenzie, McKenzie King. Mm-hmm. And uh, Saint Laurent, mm-hmm. and Martin, and Cretien, and um, you know, I, I don't, I really can't say. Yeah. We need, we need a Truman, an Eisenhower, or a Roosevelt. And you know, when I was a little girl, tiny little girl, and the Second World War was going on, mm-hmm. we used to listen to the fireside hour with Mister um, Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. And I had never met either of my grandparents. And I used to pretend he was my grandfather as a <laughs> child. And when he, when he passed away, I was coming home from orchestra practice, and as I got off the bus, mm-hmm. I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And a neighbor said, Marilyn, did you know Mr. Roosevelt died? Mm-hmm. And I just was absolutely shocked. I love that man so much. Marilyn, can I tell you something that you'll uh, you'll love to hear? Yes. Today, and I work out of uh, CHML in Hamilton on our, our Chorus Radio Network. That's the station I originated the show from. I saw the Lancaster bomber fly above the city. Oh, isn't that yeah, wonderful? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you know something? My dear, I've got to go. Oh, my sister worked on those planes. She was a... Oh, no kidding. She was a, me- um, a mechanic. Wow. Well, my sister and brother were several years were several years older than me. Nice right. talking to you, to you, Mr. Green. Have a great evening. Well, thank you so much for your call, Marilyn. <laughs> thank you. Bye bye. In London, Ontario. Now, I saw the uh, the Lancaster bomber flying over the city of Hamilton. It's quite uh, quite amazing. Phil is in Mississauga, Ontario. Phil, I have forty five seconds. Please use them. It's a uh, very simple, Roy. When your government doesn't support the troops that you ask to go to battle. You cannot respect the government. Today, as a veteran, I would say to my children and my grandchildren, reverse draft dodge. If this idiot in Ottawa wants you to go to war, move to the United States and refuse. Plain and simple. Because this country's government, which I have no respect for, does not care about its veterans. The American government, the VA wasn't so good in Vietnam, but... uh, they improved greatly. So you and, you were in uh, both. You were both in. Gover- you were in the Canadian and the U.S. military. Yes. Yeah. The Canadian government has completely abandoned the troops. Okay, and Phil, I got to go. I I have to go, sir. Uh, we need Stephen Harper back. Well, that's not. I don't think that's going to happen. Thank you, Phil, for the call from Mississauga, Ontario. We uh, we'll talk to you about the next hour, in just a minute.